Welcome uh, back. It's uh, what was that? What was that? <laughs> Jimmy used to do that all the time. G'day. <laughs> I just heard something in the, in the headphones. I was like, Fuck, I thought you burnt or something. No. Nah. <laughs> all right. <G'day. laughs> okay. Welcome back to Wide Open Throttle Podcast. Um, you're here with Mark again. Uh, we're in COVID, so we are joined by Jake on the phone again. Say hello, Jake. Hello. <laughs> Is that a trick? <laughs> are we on? Hello. Are we on? Is anyone there? Uh, we're here, mate. We're here. Leave a message after the beep. <laughs> that's what we need, a little tone that we can uh, put a beep on there for you. Beep. That's the thing that's redundant these days, isn't it? A message bank, really. Because these days people just text. If you miss the call, you call it back or you text the person. Yeah, you- I always call back and they go, oh, I left a message. Did you listen to it? I go, no, I'm just calling you back. <laughs> I don't yeah, listen to – yeah, I don't listen to what the they, older, they said. But all the older people, it's funny though because sometimes they might leave a, a nasty message. You ring back, how are you going? Did you get? Did you listen to my message? No, I didn't. <laughs> and you might get them offside. They're, like, they're all already annoyed with you for not getting back to them for something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's the same thing as um, a doorbell, isn't it, these days? You don't really need a doorbell. If your friends are coming around, they usually tell you or they text you, I'm here. Yeah, nobody rocks up unannounced anymore. The only people that knock on your door now is Uber when they're not meant to. <laughs> you say leave it hope, yeah, leave, so. you know, leave it at the front door and, they, you know, at 10 o'clock at night you're trying to get a McFlurry and they go knock <laughs> in the door waking everybody up. <laughs> I know, especially if you try to do it on the on the quiet. I did it last week. <laughs> if you I try ordered- to do it... A- I ordered late night McDonald's. I think what did I order? I ordered a uh, a spicy chicken wrap. I think it was, um, and a McFlurry because I was like really sort of I don't know just got a bit hungry. Yeah. And it was about ten thirty at night, and if I can knock the door, I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, everyone knows what you're up to. Yeah, lucky the other end of the house. So it was a COVID COVID late night meal. I should have just run down there myself. It's about a t- oh no, I could probably run there in five minutes. Yeah, it's the same here. They've got one at the front of the estate, which is not not good. <laughs> But if you get caught doing it, that McDonald's is going to cost you, I don't know, sixteen hundred dollars. I don't think they'll serve you unless you're. Um, oh Uber. yeah, that's right. They won't. They won't serve you after eight o'clock. They've gone soft on the serve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? Have, what have you been up to over the last week? Uh, probably more of the same. Just going for walks with the family. Uh, feels like I've been tidying up the house forever. Have you been uh, into work to do a delivery? Nothing happened. Oh, I did one delivery last week. A click and click. Okay. Delivery. How'd that go for you? It was good. It was like getting day release from the house. You feel naughty being out. You do a bit. I'm like, oh, I get to drive all the way to work, 45 k's each way. But you got your permit. You're saying, in case you got pulled over, you're like, I've got a permit. I've got my three page of uh, permit from the, <laughs> the government. I'm all official. Yeah, you want to get pulled over. Have you noticed you want to get pulled over when you get the permit? Like, you want to be pulled over so you can go, yes, I got my permit. Yeah, I want to be pulled over just so you can have, have a look at this permit, sir. <laughs> They'll probably go, we don't want to look at it again. No, no, can you just read through it, please? Just make sure it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a permit till 6 p.m., so I stayed right until 6 p.m. before I left. And you got two hours to get home before curfew, before you're locked in the house. Yeah, I spent an hour cleaning the car at work. After work? After I did the delivery, because as you know, all the 
multiple car washes are closed at the moment. I used to love going to the, the hand car wash, getting the car cleaned, um, or worst case, you can clean it yourself at the coin car wash, but the coin car washes are closed as well. They've been banned in the, in the well, lockdown. So you can't take your car through a normal car wash either? You can't uh, just sit in your car and go through one? No, which seems a bit draconian, but um, even the one up the road here, they've got like yellow tape across the, the driveway so you can't go through. Okay, I didn't know that. I know you can go and wash your own one. I know you're not allowed out, you know, of the car. (laughs) No, you can't even do the drive-through car wash. I did that at work. Here's a nice equipment. That was good. Good to get some normality back. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bit like that Stockholm syndrome when you think it's a privilege to go to work for one day. (laughs) Is that what it is? I thought it was when you fall in love with your, your captor. Well, maybe. Well, it's a bit like that, isn't it? There's a few people. There's a few people that have, like the chief, the chief health officer. There's, there's doona covers with his face on it. There's a few ladies. Oh, they are. They're doting over him. That's right. Mr. Brett Sutherland, he's got a fan club. What about chief Dan? What about officer. Dan Andrews? Has he got one too? Everyone doting over him. What are women? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> they might. <laughs> he's coughing it Dan's hard, isn't he? Dan's fans. He's going to start a um, a website where you pay to to see. It's called um, Only Dan's. Sign up for a monthly subscription. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get that. Well, haven't you seen only fans only fans the... only dance? Okay, I'll get it. Come on, mate. You've there you the go. Mark, That's late. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Literally missed the mark. <laughs> cut so, um, what topics have you got for today? Have you got anything kicked up to kick it off with? I would say it's pretty good. Um, the F one a few days ago with Ricardo having quite a good result. His best result yet for Renault. I stayed up uh, to watch finished. it. It was good. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Renault finished fourth and fifth, respectively. Well, he came back pretty well too. Like he was 17 seconds behind um, in fourth position. And then mm. by the end of the race, because of the tyres on, um, who was it? It was Kvyat, Daniel, Danny Kvyat was in front of him. And yeah, well, just, his tyres, yeah, well, his tyres had gone off, I think, wasn't it? So that he was yeah. catching up, like he was doing about two two seconds every lap. I think he finished only four or five seconds behind from 17. Yeah, and he's completed the fastest lap of the race on the, on the last lap. On the very last one too, yeah, correct. So that was pretty good there, a good achievement. So he just, hopefully when he gets into a decent car. He just needed a couple more laps, he would have been fine. Yeah, they said one more lap, he would have been on the podium. The first podium for the for, for the season. For the Renault, yeah. Who's he going to next? Because usually Renaults are stuck in traffic. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure who he's going to next. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could race the Renault traffic instead. That might be more reliable. <laughs> And then everyone can say, look at that Van Gogh. <laughs> it paints a picture for you. You need three of Thanks. these. Thanks. There you go. Because it was like three in a row. Yeah, sorry. It was a bit out of control for this early in the uh, in the podcast. It's so late. I've always got this delayed reaction when I, <laughs> when I laugh. <laughs> You're a bit out of it. You need another McFlurry, I think. No, I think I've had too many drinks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and guess. I'm going to try and work out what you're saying every time. And it's bloody hot in there too. Tell you what, that heater's yeah. on. Oh, man. I've got to turn it off. It'll go yeah. off at 10 o'clock anyway. It's got 15 minutes more to go, and then it goes off for the night. Can't you just turn it off? Can't be bothered. Far out. You I'll really just, are. I'll just wait 15 more minutes. <laughs> 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 so I started working on our, um, on, on our website today. Okay. So that was pretty That's quick. Pretty so last night we were having a chat, and I thought, oh, why don't we do a website so we can do a few blogs and, you know, some maybe some car reviews, stuff we can put on there. Some, yeah, vi- be good. some video, somewhere to post everything, like somewhere central for everything. Yeah, like a central hub, and then people can um, contribute pictures of their, their cars and stuff too, I guess, would be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Get something going so people can actually leave yeah, comments at the bottom. 
see exactly and see what's going on. Um, the Instagram's going quite well. Where are we up to now? Um, uh, it's only been on for a week or so, but there's like 25 or so. Oh, so it's gaining people. a few. It's gaining a few. I haven't really pushed it, but uh, you put a few pictures of the old XD that I had on there. Was that the white, the white one you were talking about? It was white and then they repainted it red. Okay. Uh, there's some really good shots. My friend did a, um, a photo shoot with it down in the in Wellhalla, which is up in the Victorian hills. Yeah, beautiful uh, spot. Forward. Yeah, really nice spot. He's got some really great pictures there. He's to look like prof- professional shots. I've yeah. got a story about Wellhalla. I um, yeah. years ago I had a Suzuki Swift GTI 1993 model, and we used yep. to go camping in Wellhalla all the time down Cooper's Creek. Oh, yeah. And it was like all these dirt tracks with rocks and everything. And um, I decided with a friend of mine <laughs> um, to to do a bit of rallying in the car um, <laughs> yeah. when we were camping. So we were, like, we were flying around this dirt track going to the camping track. And it was, you know, it was pretty bad. Like it was a lot of big stones and uh, a lot of stuff yeah. flicking up. And one of the stones flicked up and went under. Well, it pierced a hole into the, um, the, fuel, the fuel tank. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. So I kind of got back to the campsite. I could smell fuel. And because I'm 200 kilometres away from home, I'm like, oh, now what have I got to do? Like, I don't know how to stop this leak. Because it was like a a split. I looked underneath. It was like a split about two inches long underneath the uh, fuel tank. So that bit of fun ruined my whole camping week. And I drove home with a fuel leaking the whole way home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I had to go fill up at yeah. a fuel station on the way back uh, with it leaking uh, <laughs> under the car as well, and I just didn't say anything and drove off. Um, when I got <laughs> when I got back, I had to drop the tank. It cost me like a hundred dollars to fix it. I ended up dropping the tank myself and take, yeah. taking it to someone who soldered it up for me. Oh, yeah. um, and after researching, there was a way to fix it. What you could have done is a bar of soap is to rub a bar of soap into the crack. You serious? Yeah, use a bar of soap and it will f- it'll stop. It'll fill the hole up and stop the fuel leaking through, and it won't. The fuel won't, you know, yeah. react with the soap. Okay. What so, about Dove? One one quarter moisturising. So it's easy on the, the chassis. <laughs> Maybe lube up the motor. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like bush bush mechanics. But, um, yeah. So I learned that little trick, and I've never used it since. Haven't split a fuel tank in after that. Yeah, nice place, nice part of the world up there. Yeah, this is all before they got electricity as well, because now now they've got electricity there. Yeah, it was the last town, I think, in Victoria to get electricity. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's one of the closest to the power station. <laughs> well, that's true. You're right. It's and, quite uh, near the power station. So the, uh, the hybrids aren't a popular option down there. There's not many Teslas in Wellhalla. Oh, there might be now, but not then there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> For a few reasons. <laughs> yeah, as I say, probably one of the um, biggest stories of, of the week is that... Um, the, the chief of AMG, so Mercedes AMG, Tobias Mowers, mm-hmm. uh, has resigned. Is he going going anyway, did you know? or He's gone to Aston Martin. Okay. Is that a good choice? I don't know. Well, they might be trying to take advantage of him, but <laughs> no, he's, um, <laughs> he was in a board meeting and they were discussing the next um, – <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was the next. Got no more Aston Pun, so no. Uh, I was trying to think of yeah, one that you, you may be devious. Is it a oh, devious? That was close. It was close. Close. That's not bad. Um, apparently, he was in a board meeting and they were discussing the next generation of C63, um, which has always been the big V8 muscle car of the range. Um, and that's the whole formula of the C63 is big engine, little car, big sound. That's why it's so popular. Um, because the next generation of C-Class is coming out shortly. 
Um, so, of course, there'll be a new generation of C63. And they're saying that the next generation uh, could probably be a four-cylinder hybrid. Oh, dear. So he apparently heard this and walked out and said, forget it, uh, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, he's putting the, um, you know, the, the brand and the, the formula before um, – before the company so yeah he's spat it and he's gone to aspen i mean every company's going to go that way eventually but you wouldn't have thought that amg would be all over it this early on no well, it's a bit of a shame well it's true though i mean obviously in the end um as the years roll on they'll just keep phasing out or reducing the size of the engines but it's a bit of a shame uh, such an iconic car I mean, maybe it'll push the values up of the current of the models V8, c63s i guess in the future or even the original the original ones now that are on the market Especially here in Australia, um, you know, around thirty-five grand, get yourself into a like a 0909 C63. Yeah, you, uh, I think you're right. I think people will definitely want to be a part of, you know, having the old ones, but in nostalgia, hold on to one of the V8s, have one of the big right, motors. Yeah. You know, when everything goes electric in another 10, 15 years, when we've got no choice but to buy them. But I think there'll be a lot of people that still want to have, you know, the big but, loud um, petrol motor. Yeah, this is something about it. I mean, you know, maybe I'm a bit of a dinosaur as well, but um, you know, I'm sure the new one will be probably obviously more efficient. Uh, it'll probably be even quicker, of course, and quieter. Sometimes that's not. Sometimes that's not. Um, it's not what it's all about. It's how the car makes you feel when you go for a drive when you get behind the wheel. That's why you buy a car like that. Otherwise, you'd just buy a C200, wouldn't you? Yeah, you or a nice car to go to A to B, or an A45 AMG or something. You know, something. You know, you might as well Ooh, save your yeah. money. Well, that's true because the, the current A45S is just as quick, if not quicker, than a C63 anyway, but yet they haven't um, impinged on the sales of the C63. No, it's because people want that so sound. Want, they want that pure, They you want know. that sound, yeah. yeah. So they're talking about possibly that um, that new engine, that 2-litre that's in the A45, combined with some hybrid elements into the new C-Class, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, Aston Martin, they're, they're rolling out some new models and whatnot over there. Um, there's a few different shakeups of ownership, and um, so who owns things happening? Who so, owns Aston Martin at the moment? Well, there's a it's mainly the British, but there's a new guy, uh, major investor Lawrence Stroll. His name is Lawrence Stroll. I don't think he'd be walking; he's probably driving. But um, <laughs> he's taken ownership of 25% of the um, company shares, and he is a, apparently a Canadian businessman. This bloke. And, and what have they got planned? You know, anything come out with Aston Martin with the new guy at the helm? Not too sure. Well, it's only very recent, so it was in the last last couple of weeks. But uh, obviously, um, you know, Aston Martin will have an inside edge. They'll know probably the next five years of product planning of what AMG had up its sleeve with uh, Tobias going there. And a lot of the AMGs, uh, sorry, a lot of the Astons use AMG derived power plants anyway in some of their cars. So it's a bit of a synergy there that they've got together. Uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting f- to see over the next, what, what happens with Aston over the next few years, but it could be exciting. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fun to see what they do with it all and uh, and see how it goes. All we can do is watch and, and see what happens. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I had. That's a bit of car, bit of goss in the in the car world. Well, I think I thought of one. Um, I was looking at the uh, the renders of the new Toyota Eddy Six. I know we've been we've been talking about it a bit um, over the yeah, last few yeah. weeks, and I thought it would be um, you know now that they've got a couple of pictures up there because they've they've released a car in a wrap. Um, that he's driving around. So there's a car you can see getting driven with um, all this camo all over it. And uh, someone's made oh, some okay. renders up of how it looks. And uh, it does look pretty good. It looks a little bit more modern, very similar to the last one. Oh, okay. Is that what you sent me the other day? That's what I sent to you the other day. They're renders made, um, you know, with the lights in the right shape and the front spoiler. You can kind of get okay. an idea of how the car's going to look. 
Um, they look pretty good, so maybe I should put those renders up on our um, Instagram for, for anyone listening to have a look at too. Yeah, put them up there. Um, just maybe credit where they've come from. They're talking yeah, about, yeah. I think okay. I read that they're talking about uh, the name of the GT86 going in line with everything else, going to Gezu Racing, you know, GR86. So they're talking okay. about, is that what the GR is, is it? Gazoo yeah, Racing. Gazoo Racing. That's um, all of the motorsport divisions for Toyota all together under, under one umbrella. Kind of a strange name, Gazoo. Yeah, they've had it for a few years. Um, I think it's, it's kind of a made-up name um, with a bit of a – it's a bit of an odd one, to be honest. Like if you read up a bit about it, it means a little bit like garage in Japanese, even though it isn't the word for garage. Oh, okay. Um, yep. But, yeah, they've called it Gazoo Racing. And they have done since, like, I think, 2015. Oh, I'm talking about a kazoo. That was the instrument, a kazoo. The <laughs> how, do, how do you make that noise? Play the kazoo, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, a different thing. Yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll uh, digress there. So. <laughs> well, kazoo <laughs> racing probably sounds a bit better better than the old TRD anyway, the old turd, Toyota, Toyota racing development. That's what yeah, he used to call it. It was, was never much chop, was it? TRD. It was just like, you see the badge, it just looks like turd. I know it's just odd seeing it, TRD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how the kazoo goes. But uh, any any rumours on power plants? Did they say? Uh, no, not really. I, they're, they're talking. Well, no, they've kept it quite under wraps. Uh, from what I can mm. tell, I can't see anything. I mean, what is it currently? We've got about one fifty-two kilowatts, I think. Yeah, one fifty-two, but the two-liter uh, flat four. They are talking about maybe what is it? The two point five liter going in there, but you know, yeah. power output. Who knows where it'll get to. Maybe one sixty-five, maybe it won't yeah, be too much more. more. It won't be, it won't be that much more. They won't, yeah, they wouldn't have that. They wouldn't want to step on the Supra's toes either. I'd say so. Oh, I think it's got a long way to go before you get to Supra power. Yeah, but everyone's saying it's probably a better driver's car than the Supra anyway. But I'm not. I haven't driven the Supra. I've seen a few on the road now, but uh, what they're about a hundred grand. They're not cheap. No. no. We just pick up one of these if they're going to be somewhere sort of uh, sub forty. You'd like to think it'd be a good car. It'd yeah, but if it's still sub forty, that's a good buy. And probably the interior's probably stepped up now, hopefully too. Yeah, it'd be good to see. I don't know when it's coming out. What are they talking? Do you know when they're bringing it out? It might be. Uh, I think I said uh, mid twenty twenty one. Okay, so it's still got a while to go. We'll see more photos. I'm sure get leaked out. Um, yeah, more info, I guess. Yeah, a new WRX is going to come out again. You know, they've got a new shape they're trying to work on, but they've already um, they haven't done anything with it for a while. You know, they've just bought out the new club spec. MY21 club spec. They've okay. only brought out what is it, 120 of those. Oh right. Um, I had one of those. I had the MY13 club spec. I had an orange one. They had one of uh, 300 cars, and it was a good car, but it was based on a normal, you know, WRX, and then just giving it, a, you know, a racing look, orange paint, leather seats. Oh, okay. What else? No, you know, you know, sort of big spoiler. It was a good car. Yeah, I loved it. Had it for five years. Great car. Um, you know, sold it, made yeah. money. I didn't lose out on that one too bad at all. Um, the new yeah, one they've got, bad. they've got 120 of them coming out. It's going to have things like, I worked out what it's got in it. It's got uh, Recaro bucket seats. Yep. It's got ultra suede STI steering wheel, 18-inch STI alloy wheels from the from the STI. Got Harman Kardon okay. sound system. And it's got, um, it's only going to be available in black, white, and blue. Whereas when I got okay. mine, um, the last one was available in black. They had 80 in black and 220 were in the orange or tangerine. Oh, and the manual gets um, Brembo brake upgrades, which is quite odd. Only the manual one gets it. That's a big cost upgrade too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, and the only thing that, you know what they're missing on this one though? What's that? No rear wing. Okay, that's good. You don't like the rear wing? 
Oh, I don't know. It kind of works because that's what the car's about, I guess. Yeah, correct. Really big wings and stuff, but I guess, yeah, it depends on the colour and the, the combo and the wheels and whatnot, yeah. Because I, I don't think you're going to be able to spot the difference other than, than a badge on the back of it. You know, in darker headlights, I think you've got black headlights in the front or tinted headlights. Um, you know, okay. there's not really a big way of being able to spot the difference between a normal WRX and this one. Okay, WRX STI expect to be around 300 kilowatt version of the FA24. That'd be a pretty potent uh, weapon. Yeah, they've got to do something. They've got to bring up the power. I mean, what is it now? Currently about 220, 221 uh, or something? Uh, yeah, you're right, 221. Yeah, 221 kilowatts, and it's been like that for a long time. I reckon 10 years, easy. Oh, um, yeah, and everything's kind of come past it now in performance. You know, if you can get a Toyota Yaris with 200 kilowatt coming out soon <laughs> yeah. in an all-wheel drive <laughs> from a three-cylander, three, I think they've got to do three something. Cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to pull their finger out. They were, um, remember they were cutting edge, the original... WRX, when was it, 97, 96? Oh, no, even earlier than that, even earlier than that. Yeah, 94, 95 came out, but I think in Australia we got 95 version. It didn't have, like, WRX seats in it or anything. It's quite uh, sedate. That's all right. I remember the big news headlines. Um, a few of the criminal gangs were using them as Ram raid cars. Yeah, Ram Raiders. Nothing, nothing, nothing could catch these guys. Nothing no. Well, they were a quick car. The they were good handling, you know. Um, it was quick off the mark. No cop car could keep up with it. And in the, the end, they the put cop cars. VN Commodore. <laughs> yeah. I remember at the time they actually bought out a few cop cars in uh, in Nari down here in a, in a, like a white STI or a white WRX, I think they were. Yeah, they did. They did. Because I think they um, end up popping a few engines because long periods of idling or the, the cops would get in there and pursue someone when it's not warmed up properly and you know, they had all sorts of drama. So they oh, and I think that pretty quickly. I think they give them a hard time too. Oh, they give them a really hard time. Really <laughs> <specific>. <laughs> yeah. Tell you that, but I think one of the biggest uh, downfalls to a WRX, you know, the club spec that they've got released, the pricing's yep. forty seven nine ninety plus on road cost for a manual. That's so quite, it, uh, quite heavy. Yeah, they've gone up as well. Like I, I can at the time when I bought mine, I mean it was yeah eight years ago, but I reckon they were oh yeah they were probably I reckon you wouldn't have paid more than forty eight for it at the time on road. Okay, yeah, a few dollars. You know, now it's plus on road for that. And then the auto, which is a CVT, yeah, um, which is going to be another two and a half grand on top, so 50500 I imagine that, trying to get that one, trying to uh, get that one past your wife. I don't know if that is impressive <laughs> at those prices. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, new cars coming out, I think it's a Japanese theme at the moment. It's not meant to be, but it just seems to be. It always goes that way, uh, doesn't yeah, it? It just seems to go. Well, for, for, they're all kind of c- competitors, I guess, so... Uh, Nissan, or is it, I like how the Americans say it, Nissan. Nissan. Nissan, that always cracks me up. But the Nissan uh, 400Z, they're calling it now. I did see this. Yeah, I saw a quick article on it. I haven't looked into it yet, but uh, I did see they were going to bring it out next year, I think. What's going to be in 10 years' time, the 800Z? They're going from the 240 to 280 to 300 to 350 to 370 to 400Z now. Uh, is it going to be hybrid? I don't think so. No, no. It's going to be a, it'll be a V6, um, possibly a twin turbo. Uh, it wasn't supposed to come out until 2023, and they weren't going to reveal anything until 2022. Oh, they're, they're going to release it on YouTube tonight, the um, prototype of the 400Z. Okay, so is that something we could watch online? What time? It is, yeah. It might be coming on now. 50 Years of Passion. So by the time we air this podcast, you'll be able to see it.
great car, as it just proved. The old 300 ZX. Yeah, I love those things. The last two of them, yeah. Digital that. Yeah, coming soon, Z Proto. Yeah, that was on Nissan Australian uh, YouTube channel. Nissan. Nissan. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't say um, when they're going to do the release. I've seen a few renders. Um, you know, the yellow one I think I've seen pictures of, uh, which looks pretty good. Um, except the side profile of the Nissan, you know, the 370Z is still very similar. Oh, okay. So I don't know it'd be good to see how they, you know, if they're going to make it look a lot better than what it was. See what yeah, the changes are that they've made. You know, obviously it's going to look newer, but um, yeah, if yeah. it just looks like a rebodied <laughs> platform from the previous 370Z, I think you're going to get a few people unhappy. Yeah, hopefully they do um, a fair bit of work on it. Be a new car from the ground the, up. The, the basic 370Z, uh, well, that's been around since well, that into production in 2002. Yeah, it's a 350Z, wasn't it? It's a 350, sorry. So, and that's 370 is basically an overhaul of that platform. Yeah. So you'd like to think it was a brand new platform. Hopefully it's a brand new platform. But, um, well, we'll find out. Hopefully, new, hopefully, new is better. I mean, not always. But the original 240, what a, a great looking car that is. And then they bought out the 280 that looks like a dog turn compared to a 240. <laughs> and you look at it, <laughs> but, um, they're saying it might be a twin turbo V6. Uh, from from your old pal, the Infinity Q60. The twin turbo. Ah, so it'd be the three point five. No, hang on, wait. It might be the, the three, three liter twin tri- turbo. Yeah, from the Q60. Yeah, so what three hundred kilowatt give or take? That's not bad. You could do it. Obviously, if it's, if it's turbocharged, you could do a lot of um, tuning as well. Yeah, I reckon you might be right there. That's not bad. So they're aiming to eclipse the um, the Supra in in terms of power and performance. I thought you were going to say Mitsubishi. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just that's just a mirage. That is. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, we'll have to watch this space and see what happens with that with the four hundred. But that uh, and, yeah, and obviously the prices will probably go up as well. But I don't think it'll be anywhere near as expensive as, as the Supra is. So you know, yeah, they might do well with that one. You never know. Oh, I mean, the old one was pretty pricey anyway. They were up around seventy grand, weren't they? Oh, I think in the end they started to to chop them up from around. Um, uh, about 55 or so. Yeah, they'll do that towards the end of the run, but at the start they're going to be asking, you know, normal money, which will be easily 70 grand, 75, maybe even 80. Well, that's true. That makes the um, – that's probably why there's so many five-litre Mustangs on the road. They're probably a, a bargain, really, aren't they, compared to some of these other offerings? Yeah, value for money. They're definitely up there. And and we were even starved if, for a yeah. long time of American cars. You know, you see all these uh, American cars get released overseas, like the Dodge Challenger, um, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the Mustang, the Camaro, and we got none of it. So when no. they finally brought it out, everybody kind of had 10 years of, oh, I want it to come to Australia, and everyone goes, oh, I'm going to get one now. Yeah, and the price was really sharp. I think it still is pretty sharp. It was like 68 out, grand so. or something, aren't they? But then they were, they were selling over the money at the start. Yeah, they had um, the service manager at the time, um, he had a order in. It was about ten months waiting list just to get it. He's still got it, I think, too. Oh, yeah, he'll have it forever. That thing, yeah, <laughs> loves it, loves it. Good old Mustang handling, though. The first time he took it out, did a U-turn up the Pena Highway. He looped it around in the drive. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he looped it in the drive. I remember he put an exhaust on it. It's first mod he did, I think, wasn't it? 
good. Yeah. He's working on a car at the moment. Um, which, do you know what he's working on? Have you heard or seen what he's been doing? He's got a YouTube channel. And he posts his uh, videos of his build that he's doing. Okay, I've seen that. Yeah, Pasco's garage. He's got a one RX3. Is it an RX3 Mazda? No, it's a Mazda. Um, was it a Mazda three two three? Isn't it? Oh, 323. I think it's an old rear-wheel drive 323, and he's been converting it to a 13B. Oh, nice. That'd That's be pretty cool. Been going on for about three years now. I was looking at it today, and I saw the first one was released three years ago. Oh, okay. And it's weird, isn't it? Time gets away. Yeah, that's true. Ta- ta- the final one. Uh, there you go. No, I was going to say, um, a couple of cars were spotted around the Nürburgring going around uh, pretty quick. It was the, uh, the GT4 RS and the oh, GT3. A I was about to, about to mention the uh, GT4 RS. You were oh, the GT3 as well. I didn't, didn't see that. Yeah, I saw um, the GT4 RS um, on the on the on the ring uh, yesterday. Do you want to hear it? I've got the video here. I can play it. Yeah, sure. I'd love to hear it. Here you go. I'll play it here. Just a couple of seconds of it. Sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? It sounds good. Is that a manual shift though? Is that a PDK? It sounds like a PDK. Sounds like a PDK to me. Sounds a bit too crisp Have a listen for a now. Manual, manual shift. He's come back around. Here you go. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like PDK, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? That's interesting. Here's that one. And then you've got the um, the GT3 RS. I'll play that one for you here. It's going to sound pr- yeah, very similar, of course. Going over to rumble strips. Yeah. Actually, sounds a little bit more high pitch. Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? That sounds good. Yeah, they're um, completely different engine families, though, those two. So they probably do sound different. Yeah, big difference in um, design and stuff. But, yeah, that's pretty exciting. It's a bit of a unicorn, the, the GT4 RS. A lot of people didn't think it would, would come to fruition, but it looks like it, it is coming out. So. And what do you think of the old uh, Swan Neck rear wings on the back of them? Uh, I'm not sure about that, all that stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, apparently with, with the RS, it's, it's all about the aero. It's all about the track focused cars and that's what it's about so if you don't want that just get the gt4 or get the gts but um, if you want a weekend warrior it'd be hard to go past that that gt4 rs i'd say yeah it'd be a lot of cars especially in the pdk when it bring that through value for money yeah, you know, up, again yeah but definitely upset a few 911 people if they put a pdk in that that'll be very quick yeah that, that didn't sound like a manual i could be wrong but it didn't sound like a manual yeah i could be wrong too but yeah the turn is just really crisp unless the Obviously, the driver knows what he's doing. That's pretty good shifting. The only, the only part where I thought it might be manual was on the downshift on that one. That's when it kind of went, oh, oh okay. you know, when because it, it, it didn't have that real, you know, when you downshift, it's real quick. We'll have to watch and see um, what they do with it. What they do with it, yeah, yeah. And have you been watching um, the pricing on car sales? Anything interesting <laughs> at the moment? I have been. <laughs> I, I did have a look. Nothing's really changed except for the, the right. lowest price cars disappeared. The Dewilanos, yeah, Dewilanos is back. That's back. So the EL Falcon with a flown head gasket has gone. It's, it's either sold, he's pulled it off the internet because he wants to keep it. He can't bear to get rid of it. 
Um, maybe, yeah, you can't bear to get rid of it. Maybe you put it back up to $1,000 when you realise there's a lot of interest in it after our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you realise it was a Fairmont, not a GLI, and you put the price up. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Absolute, absolute scandal, Ronald. Ronald from Royal Meadows. Yeah, he took it off. I saw it. I, I looked before. <laughs> I went, oh, here we go. They realign us back on bottom. My friend had a good suggestion. He said you should ring one of these up uh, live on the podcast and see what they see what they say. That would be a good one to do. Maybe we should do <laughs> yeah. that. Maybe we should do that when we uh, get back in the same room together. We'll call somebody exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did see a car of interest. Obviously, the the Skyline I mentioned in last last week's podcast, the R thirty three, the really clean one, uh, has sold. Uh, which one was that one? The R thirty two. The R thirty three. R thirty three. Twenty three. 23 grand and really low Ks, like 130 Ks on it. And it was pretty much stock standard. I said, that, that's that's a really cheap car. That, that, that went within the week. And what about the uh, the, the 86? Is that one sold? Or was there a, a one lady owner 86, yeah. uh, 16 yeah. grand? You have a lady owner 86 manual. That was 16 grand, 55 Ks. That was a really cheap deal. That's gone as well. Wow. Cars are selling. So said, yeah, yeah, the market's still out there. Oh, yeah, we're and, sitting at uh, home. Yeah, even my old nine four four, my old nine four four S two, that was on the roll cage and all the bibs and bobs. That 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 sold as well during the week. So that car sold, did it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. You said you didn't buy it. I'm uh, not really at the moment. <laughs> you can't use it. What am I going to do with it? Sit in the garage. Put a baby seat in the back. Yeah, and I took the back seats out. But it's got the uh, roll cage in there. So uh, probably so a deal, a uh, cheap deal for this week on car sales um, is a BMW. And it's a uh, an M5, uh, 2005 M5. That was a V10 engine. Yeah, good motor. Good sounding motor. Um, gearbox, from all accounts, was a little bit of a, a hand grenade, but you take your chances. Um, cheapest by a long shot, 22 grand. He's asking. Talk about depreciation. So you got a, an E60 M5, 22 grand. What was that brand new? Uh, 180. Oh no, more, be more. That, that would have been 250 odd. Oh wow, big change. Big change. Uh, next one up. So for comparison, the next one up is 33 grand with more Ks. 33, 34. So they're all they're all in the mid to high 30s. Uh, but this one here at 22 in Queensland said, yep, fixed price. Car's good. Uh, looks no, pretty clean. No so, hell damage. Don't, well, you never know. He's, the only thing he's painted the bonnet, roof, and boot in you know, like a matte black color. Oh dear. And the car's a grey color. But you never know. Too good to be true. Sometimes it is. But that's a cheap car for. You got a V10, you know, that was the F1 inspired engine. Is it worth a gamble for 22 grand? It might be if you knew, if you know your cars and were handy. Yeah, if uh, you're a BMW mechanic and you're looking for one, it's probably a perfect car. Yeah, that's right. BMW enthusiast, you know a bit about it. You've, you've got an independent mechanic or someone. Uh, I wouldn't go in blind and, and, and buy it. Uh, but yeah, a V10 engine, uh, five litre. 373 kilowatts, and I've heard those things of an aftermarket exhaust. They sound amazing. Red line at 7,750 RPM. <laughs> so you get a V10 screaming along, not to 104.7. Uh, yeah, for 20 grand, it's cheaper than the, the Kia Rio GT, and you've got an M5. But, but again, like you said, it's a hand grenade. You know, imagine the bill if something does go wrong on that one. Oh, you'd be in, uh, it'd literally be BMW, big money worries. I will stick with the Kia. <laughs> Killed in action. But yeah, that's uh, that's my car feature car that I've seen this week. Uh, I think the only thing I'll go on there now looking at uh, Mazda RX-7s, um, Series One or Two or Three. 
Um, trying to see how many is on there, see if there's any, you know, cheap cars going. But uh, they're all yeah, about 25 know. grand plus. There's only six of them on there at the moment. No series ones, all two and threes. Um, okay. And the cheapest one was, I think, 25 grand. Okay, so they're going up well. They, they are definitely going up. Like you saw um, that eBay that eBay auction I sent to you last week uh, or during the week, yeah. that one sold at 12300 for an auto. Uh, it was a non-runner as well out, out in Broken Hill. Oh, yeah. So broken down and broken hill. Broken down and broken hill. Good luck getting it back home if you've got to get that from Melbourne at the moment. But uh, someone won it. Anyway, someone yeah, won yeah. it and uh, for 12300 um, you'd you'd obviously, oh, yeah. you know, you put a five-speed manual in that straight away. But, you know, 12, yeah, 12 and a yeah. half grand for an auto. It's a lot of money. Yeah, holding their price. Looking at one here, Series 3 RX-7, 340,000 Ks. That's what, probably about six engines by now. Uh, <laughs> 35 grand. Yeah. 35 grand they're asking, yeah. Yeah, and they go up from there too. You know, I mean, you can ask what you want for them, but yeah, you know, they they definitely go up in price. I mean, yeah, on car sales, what is it? There's so six of them on there. Are you having a look now? Yeah, there's not many around. No, yeah, I bought my All one. Cars. I bought my one ten years ago for a thousand dollars. All right, you're laughing. You can't go wrong there. No, Group C body kit on it now. You know, obviously got a lot of work to do, but once I'm done, it, it'd be. I'm I'm not going to sell it anyway. It's a car I'm going to keep forever. No, no, yeah. But uh, yeah, I you picked it up at the right it. time when people are just trying to get rid of them. All right, yeah, it's always good when you can get onto that cycle. How am I still here? Story for the week. So tell us how you are still here this time. Yeah, I was always, I keep thinking about it every week. There's so many stories. I don't even know how I'm still here, actually. <laughs> Dodginess, but oh, years ago, um, I don't work there anymore, so I can mention it. <laughs> I had a, um, a Merc company car. It was usually like a A160 or an A200 or sometimes a B200. But on this occasion, they give me the B200 Turbo. So that was a pretty cool car. And um, we went to Marysville um, for a weekend away. Took the car down there. Brand new car. Um, and had a few hundred Ks on the clock. And Kelly wanted to go to Stevenson Falls. So a really nice, romantic place. Waterfalls coming down. And this was before the fires went through there. So this was some years ago. And uh, yeah, followed the signs heading up to Stevenson Falls. And then I see like a logging track. And I go, ah, oh, that'd be cool to go that way rather than go the boring way everyone else goes. Yeah, do a bit of rallying like so, I used to do. A bit of rallying up, up the logging track. It's not too bad. It starts winding up the hill. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's dirt. You hear rocks and stuff flicking up, giving the old B class a bit of a workout, getting to this open paddock. I thought, oh, this will be a shortcut here. She's like, no, this is not um, it's not looking too good. I said, no, no, trust me, it'll go through to the, the waterfalls. We'll be looking at that cascading water in no time. And uh, halfway across this, like a mud paddock, like a logging area at the top of this hill. I thought I'll do a U-turn. The thing gets bogged down to like halfway, halfway uh, the where, where the centre cap is on the wheel. It gets bogged down that far. <laughs> so I said, just get out and help push. So she's trying to push. The traction light's flashing. I don't. You couldn't turn the ESP off on those models, front wheel drive. I thought, well, we're going to get stuck here. Brand new car, no phone reception out there in the middle of nowhere. And the next thing we hear this noise is. <laughs> these wild pigs that would start to circle the car. So we thought, oh, shit, we jumped in the car, locked the door. Wild <laughs> pigs? Wild pigs, that's a thing. There's, there's heaps up um, uh, around that area in uh, rural Victoria. Scary-looking things too, like dark skin, little... Yeah, big black. Uh, wild pig, wild balls of wild pigs that um, didn't look friendly. So I said, oh, you get out and push again, I'll try again. <laughs> I'm not bloody getting out and push. You get out and push. So we were both... We both got out. I had one foot on the accelerator, floored in reverse, pushing, um, and then we got out of there. <laughs> we we all covered in dirt. Yeah, covered in mud. There's what? mud all through the interior. This brand new Merc. 
Where are we going? Yes, You're going to a wedding? No. A romantic weekend away. Oh, you were covered in dirt. It was a good good weekend then. Covered in dirty weekend, literally. But, um, <laughs> I had to spend a few hundred dollars just getting the car detailed before I headed back to work. So a brand new car, someone's already picked it up. I'm like, ex-demo, what a great deal. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening tonight. Um, so if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are Wide Open Throttle Podcast. Uh, that is correct. So, okay. yeah, on Instagram, Wide Open Throttle Podcast. Okay, if you want to send us an email, we can send it to wideopenthrottlepodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, and soon to soon coming along, we will have our own website on there too for all of the podcast episodes. And, you know, we'll probably have a, uh, some blogs on there and some more info that you can get where you maybe can get involved in a little bit of a car community. I think that would be a good thing to have. That's right, your local events and stuff that's happening. And you'll find, um, you'll find that also at wideopenthrottlepodcast.com. Fantastic. That sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I'll see you next week. I'll uh, see you next Thursday.